you can have a good understanding of your customers, you can have a really something of value to them, but if you don't act fast, someone else will do it. Welcome back to another episode of the Innovation Roundtable Insights Podcast. That's Nina Maldonado. At our workshop hosted by P&G in Frankfurt, Nina discussed with us the core elements of Axo Nobel's agile transformation journey and the importance of having the right mindset to enable that process. We hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, Nina, thank you very much for your presentation and uh, thank you for agreeing to be interviewed. Uh, maybe we can start this interview by having you uh, talk a little bit about your role, uh, who you are and uh, what you do and the company that you work for. Okay. Um, Nina Maldonado, I work for Axon Noble since uh, the last two years. My position is uh, manager of the Agile Transformation and Digital Innovation. So I focus on one side on the Agile Transformation within the company, but at the same time I'm running a Digital Innovation Center where we stimulate people to come up with new ideas and we help them to develop until we come up at least with a prototype. Mm -hmm. And when have you created the center? This is in Amsterdam. Our headquarters are located in Amsterdam and the Innovation Center is located where in a startup community exists. It's called uh, B Amsterdam. That's where we are. B Amsterdam. And you led this initiative? Uh, I started together with someone else. He already left the company, but now I'm in charge of the Innovation Center. Yes. Very interesting. So during your presentation, you mentioned a couple of points um, about your Agile journey, which started back in October 2017. And you mentioned that there are three core elements. Do you mind uh, elaborating on those? Yeah, we, we knew that for us it was really important to have a framework, someone, something that people can refer to, but also understand that Agile is more than only a set of methods, like a Scrum and Kanban. So in our Agile approach, we said, okay, the fundament first is it always starts for for, from who is your customer. So for us, the customer centricity is one of the first elements of our Agile framework. And it's all about understanding your customer, building that intimacy so that you can really get to know and understand what problems really matter to them. And you can build then later on solutions to those problems. So that's the first pillar. The second one is extremely important as well, is whatever you do, you need to create value. So it's important for us to create the capability within the organization so that we can help people make better decisions with regards to the value that we are creating. And value is fundamentally for our customers, but also for us as an organization. And the third pillar is about doing things fast. You can have a good understanding of your customers, you can have a really something of value to them, but if you don't act fast, someone else will do it. So being able to increase the speed so that you can reduce the time to market of new solutions is also equally important to us. And that's the framework, those three elements, customer centricity, being value driven, and being fast. And can you talk a little bit about how you gather these deeper uh, insights into the consumer? How do we gather insights? Well, we use uh, design thinking uh, a lot within the company. It's something that we are spreading as well across the company outside typical areas like marketing and sales. We focus on that internally as well. Think about your colleagues also as your customers. So we are continuously focusing on trying to understand what drives our customers' decisions, what's happening with their expectations, what are shifts in the market that will have an impact on what our customers want or with regards to the products and the solutions that we deliver, etc., etc. So continuously we use a, a design thinking approach in order to collect a lot of insight 
and really understand what is the journey our customers are going through and identify those moments that really matter. Uh, that's one way, but we are also adding to the typical and traditional marketing type of research that is more generic. So that would be more probably the quantitative type of data that we gather in. And with design thinking, we focus more on the qualitative data. And how do you assemble teams for this? Uh, how do we assemble teams? Well, the agile journey. For an agile journey, we look carefully at what uh, challenge uh, is the one that we are dealing with. Um, who are the people who should be involved in it and uh, whether if it's uh, a challenge that's externally driven so something that we are developing for our external customers or something more internally focused we always take a look at who do you need in terms of the organization what are the capabilities that we need to have so we normally try to add to uh, teams that probably sometimes we have already teams form in certain part of the company, we try to add certain elements, like for example, an agile coach. It's fundamental so that the team learns how to work differently. We add also a customer and a user research, someone who really understands how to do user research and how to capture those insights. And we add also someone who can also build and design prototypes. So if we don't have them already in the team who is working or that is working on that specific case, we make sure that we add those capabilities. Some of those we have already within the company, some of those we bring them in from outside. And this is uh, related to the Agile Academy that you went over yeah, during the, the presentation. Ag- yeah, exactly. The Agile Academy is meant to help building uh, the knowledge and the skills that are really needed in order to work uh, in an Agile way within our organization. So our Agile Academy is really targeting all employees, so we have programs for leaders, we have programs for employees in general, but we also have programs for teams that are working already in an agile way, for people who want to become facilitators or more experts as well. So we have a full, a full variety and range of programs, and those programs will have uh, trainings including design thinking, lean startup, scrum methodologies, and other insights for creative thinking, et cetera, et cetera. That's great. So with that, you're definitely going to be industry leader, like you mentioned, in a, <laughs> I hope so. in a couple, couple of years. So during your presentation, you also mentioned about a case study, Dry Dock. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, Dry Dock Insights is really an example of us as an organization moving away from the product type of solutions that we deliver into the market and really focusing now on what do we do with data. And data is a a gold mine, as we all know nowadays. So for us, also providing insights so that our customers can make better decisions on when to bring their vessels into the dry dock for maintenance is extremely important. So we are exploring, this is something new, and we have a few other projects in which we're also working in looking at services instead of product uh, for solutions for our customers. Uh, but this is really something that uh, we are, um, yeah, the first one that we have launched into the market is dry dock insights. And we see that there is a strong appetite within the specific niche that targets this, this solution. Have you experienced any challenges? Um, yeah, yeah, we had, uh, I share also some of the lessons learned that we had. Um, one of the main challenges is that it's always more complicated. I'm not saying difficult, but a little bit more complex whenever you are developing solutions for the B2B. Uh, Whenever you are on the B2C, you can easily tap into consumers all over the place. That would be probably when we are working on our painting solutions. 
But when you're working on something that specific, targeting a very specific niche of the market, it's much more difficult to really first get access to the people. You may say, hey, but there are not so many, then it's easier, uh, but they're more protective. Mm -hmm. of other people trying to find and build solutions to them. So that's one of the biggest challenges. The other one, when you prototype, when you experiment, and especially when you develop an MVP like we did it, finding what is the right criteria upfront to say that we are successful with our MVP or not is also a big challenge. So we are also curious to see what other companies are doing in that respect. So you haven't, on your Agile journey, have you established any KPIs? Um, the KPIs that we have in our Agile journey are very much more focused now on the transformational part. And we are slightly moving also on the results in terms of the projects that we are launching into the market as well, to include them as part of our KPI. Okay, and one last question. Um, it's about the mindset that you mentioned yeah. uh, during your presentation. Do you want to elaborate a little bit on that? Yeah, when we talk about uh, an Agile uh, organization and making this transformation, um, you can bring the best training in the market, you can create the most fantastic collaboration tools, you can even shift how the organization is now functioning in order to boost agility, but at the end of the day, the most important element from my point of view is the mindset. So this is something that we are currently exploring and making sure that when we talk about developing an agile mindset as well in our company, we really identified what those characteristics are from someone who's really agile in the mindset, and we're trying to bring those characteristics within the company. Uh, we know, for example, that some of the elements of an agile mindset are to be more experiential, to be able to take more risk, to be more flexible, to be more collaborative, et cetera, et cetera. And we know that we have some of those capabilities and characteristics already within our company, but we don't have them all. So we need to really make sure that we develop them. And this is part of the journey that we are starting the next year. Good luck with that. Thank and you very much. Any insights to share on uh, an important or the main lesson you have learned in your current role? Oh, one of the main lessons that I have learned um, it's not easy to transform and to become agile, but it's perfectly possible. So I would say one of the biggest lessons learned is don't try to over-engineer. I remember two years ago when I started, everyone was asking me to have the master plan for agile. And then I said, you're completely defeating the purpose because agile is actually yeah. everything except having a big master plan. So take a more experiential approach and I think that would be very helpful because it will help, help you as well to easily capture already some learnings that you can show to others and also show already early as early as possible some results. So good luck with your journey and thank you very much thank Nina, you. for the interview. Thanks for listening. You can find our show in most podcast apps. Subscribe for free to get the latest episodes. The video and the transcript of this podcast and all of our other exclusive interviews can be accessed via innovationroundtable.online. The Innovation Roundtable online network is your portal to a wide variety of exclusive content, including video presentations, interviews, insights reports, and articles. Not only that, innovationroundtable.online is also a place where you can connect with thousands of other corporate innovators, share experiences, request collaborations, and gain inspiration from your peers. Our network is exclusively for innovation, HR, and marketing practitioners in large firms. So visit innovationroundtable.online to discover more and request your 15-day free trial account.